on, Tech Man. I'm scared. It's a long way down. Shut up and go for it, Snotray. Yes, Snotray. They don't call me that. No, come on, Tech. Please, Tech. What's up, homies? Oors! Oors! It's all tack. I'm scared. <laughs> I love the, uh, come on, damn Hanky. <laughs> oh, good. Uh, for those of you who uh, who want to listen to uh, the greatest review of the Stone Age ever, I believe it's one of our earliest episodes, uh, probably in the in like like episode eight, maybe. So uh, you can go back on Mixcloud and check that out. Uh, of course, it's the mezzanine sleepover. Head over to Mixcloud and look up "So Cherry It Hurts," and you will find that's, it. That's right. <laughs> that would be from like summer of uh, of uh, 2015. Yes. So there you go. Two years ago. Can you believe Way back it? Back in the day. Holy. Can you believe it? Whoa. <laughs> uh, this is episode 113 of uh, Mezzanine Sleepover. Hey, you go first. I'm uh, at megamix.com. Woo! I'm Slip with Five Eyes or Slipe. And uh, before the, we get the into... Dirtiest, the dirtiest Sliper on all of Twitter. <laughs> uh, before we get into the fun, I want you to do me a favor uh, while yep. we're recording this. Uh, yep. if, you can, if you can log on to the Twets quickly. Okay, hang on. Okay. And I want you to see my latest Twet. <laughs> okay, hang on a second here. Uh, let me do this here. Slip. There he is. All right, let me see here. Um, the latest twit. Ah, excellent. <laughs> That's fucking great. So for, for Hulk Domo had his own uh, UWID. That's so that's that's fucking so chariot hurts. So uh, for for you listeners, because I know this that was so much fun for everyone listening <laughs> when we were uh, when we went to the University of Winnipeg and they uh, and they made us little student cards where we had to get our pictures done. Uh, we all oh. knew the guy who was making the pictures, so he let us take a picture with a Hulk Hogan mask on and change the name on the card to Hulk Domo, who is a character. In our backyard wrestling federation, and that was a student ID at the U of W. This is very interesting because it it has, you know, I thought maybe it would just be all zeros. It's got like a, it's got my number, got like a one zero 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 six five five. That's my number. Oh, so it's just like okay, so there you go. Yeah, so they just modified Amazing. mine. Yeah, so anyways, I want to uh, share the shenanigans with you. That's and... the second greatest uh, uh, student ID card. After, of course, your giant afro on your, what, grade 12? I, uh, oh, well. Student ID at, at, at high school? I also posted uh, the, my regular photo on Instagram, but I don't share that secret account on uh, this show. You have, a, you have an Instagram account. Of, of course. 
What do you? Ah, well, no. Well then, <laughs> there's. Some... I don't have anything to. Yeah, I guess I could. I could uh, scan some classic images. If you think that the uh, if the Twitter trolling is uh, classic, just think of IG. Geez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can imagine. Uh, so, uh, episode 113, and, uh, I think we're gonna get right into the fun this week, as promised, and I know you've all been yes. waiting, everyone's been waiting for, like, a long time for this. Two weeks, because we, uh, we missed last week because of me. Yeah. I was not ready for this episode. <laughs> so, we are going to unleash what we promised a couple of weeks ago, and of yes. course, that would be Grab Bag Music Challenge. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, this is the fourth uh, version of it. Uh, we did uh, the third version a few weeks ago, so I'm I was really looking forward to it. And uh, man, oh man, this was a tough one. You you came up with the categories, and uh, basically you came up with 15 categories, and I uh, challenged me to find songs uh, to fit those categories, as you did the same. And we're going to see how they match up. Yes, so... Uh, the 15 categories, what we'll do is you'll start and I'll go next afterwards. So you yes. will read the category that I challenged you to find. Yes. And uh, we will play the song and then we will talk about it. And then I will play the song that I chose from that category and then we will talk about it. And we will do that 15 times. <laughs> Indeed we will. A very exciting podcast. Stick around, folks. Well, well why not? I mean, I, I've I've heard worse. Oh, so Believe me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's let's just jump right into this goodness. Uh, what's the uh, let's what's the first uh, one? Well, well, the first category that you, that you sent me was uh, to find a song about a dance craze that isn't performed by Chubby Checker. <laughs> yes. So I had a little chuckle at that, and then I thought, "Fuck, what kind of dance?" I couldn't figure it out, but you know what? Uh, eventually, I settled on this one. So here we go. It's electric. Now that someone's singing, yes. Uh, this one might maybe not so quite well known uh, in our circles, but uh, Marcia Marcia Griffiths' "Electric Boogie" um, 1982 single uh, reached uh, number 51 on the Billboard Hot 100 in, in 1998 years after it was released. It is uh, strongly associated with the electric slide line dance. <laughs> so I was like, I watched some electric slide, and I was like, all right, I'll, I choose this. So. Electric Boogie. Now, did you do the electric slide to this while listening? I did not, but uh, I would. You could go watch the video, the official video of this. You will see the electric slide. It was uh, quite the craze. I have, of course, um, uh, I'm enjoying the post-disco, uh, you know, sounds that this has. Kind of just, you know, kind of the modern, the '80s pop sound, but early on. All right. Uh, for my song, yeah. we're go we're gonna stick to the '80s theme. Nice. Though it's a cover. Here we go. All right. Yes. Yes. So uh, we got, of course, uh, Kylie Minogue covering Locomotion. Yes. On, or apparently on the single, it's actually Locomotion slash The Locomotion. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, 
whatever. Nice. Uh, that's off uh, Kylie's self-titled debut, I believe. Yeah, so that, uh, of course, uh, the original version is by uh, Little Eva, released in 1962. And then covered yes. by Grand Funk, and then covered once again by Kylie Minogue. Uh, I remember going to socials and dances where they would do the locomotion, and people would all make a train. <laughs> oh, disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, not uh, that kind album. of train. Come on, man. No, no. <laughs> Uh, this uh, this album I was obsessed with in, in grade six. Were you? Because I I was just obsessed with the cover. I had a monstrous crush on Kylie Minogue. So there you go. Really? Wow. Yeah. Big time. Uh, for about for about a couple months. Big time uh, revelation on uh, on the sleepover. Uh, Ooh, we you, are we're we're digging deep tonight. If you go to the Melbourne Docklands in Australia, there is a bronze statue of Kylie Minogue there. So just in case you know. Oh yeah, Ken Kylie has much better songs. Don't get me wrong, but this was the first one that I heard at the same time you did. I'm looking at this cover. Back in the '80s. I'm looking at this cover. Really? Yeah. No, I don't know. It had that hat and the big curly hair sticking out. All right, go cool. good for you, man. Good for me, I guess. <laughs> All right. All right, a couple of good choices. Yours a little bit more. Well, you know what? I would say the electric slide's pretty well known. Your song is is more well known than mine. Yeah. So well, you win that round. Because I guess we're ranking them now. Anyway, uh, second category, I was psyched about this one. You challenged me to um, to find my, well, not to find, but to uh, play my least favorite single by Def Leppard, released between 1980 and 1995. Oh, here it is. <laughs> Oh, Jesus Christ. So this is uh, Make Love Like a Man <laughs> off 1992's Adrenalize. Um, this one reached number 36 on the Billboard Hot 100 in 1992. Let me give you a little lyrical sample here from later in the song. All you girls around the world looking for a guy who's a real go-getter. Every guy grab a girl, love her like a man, make her feel a lot better. Everybody, you want it. I'm the one. I got it. I'm Mr. Fun. I'm Captain Cool. Terrible. <laughs> Disgusting. Though this might be one of the worst Def Leppard songs I've ever heard. <laughs> a Casanova. Uh, in a Joe Elliott statement on the Vault compilation album, he stated that this song was not about Def Leppard trying to be macho. They were just trying to be funny about the content of the song. All right. Uh, from the Wickeye that I assume you're looking at. Yes. In a 2014 audio interview, Joe Elliott said he would rather not play this song live anymore as he found the lyrics were a nod too stupid. <laughs> and I totally agree. All right. It's a terrible song. Make love like a man. Uh, Don't I... treat me like a woman. <laughs> Don't treat me like, like a man. man. <laughs> uh, all right, I'm sticking to the uh, same album off of yes. Adrenalize. Oh. Ugh. This Ugh. is like the opposite of Love Bites. Uh, yeah, exactly. You know, it's, it's it's bizarro Love Bites. Yeah, it's just so, so obvious, this song. So this is yep. Have You Ever Needed Someone So Bad by oh, Def Leppard. I remember yep. uh, my aunt, when she was working with the BBC on a production on the drummer from Def Leppard, 
got me yep. a fucking signed backstage pass and an adrenalized t-shirt. Yep. And I wore the t-shirt to school one day and <laughs> some of the students were like, have you ever needed someone so bad? I'll <laughs> never wore it again. <laughs> Here we go. Fuck shit. Even for 1992, this is fucking too much. It's pretty bad. You know what's interesting about that album is like Steve Clark, like before he died, wrote a bunch of the songs. And I was just like, and that's what you guys came up with. Well, the songwriters for this one, Joe Elliott, uh, Phil Collin, and <laughs> Mutt Lang. Of course, Mutt Lang. <laughs> there we go. That, that explains everything. All right. Now, that all things said, Mutt Lang, you know, co-wrote Pour Some Sugar on Me. So he's not all bad. No, of course not. All right. The next category. You challenged me to find a, an awesome song about the state of U.S. politics during the George W. Bush years. And here's what I came up with. When the president talks to God, are the conversations brief or long? Does he ask to rape our women's rights and send poor farm kids off to die? Does God so we got bright eyes uh-huh. with the uh, 2005 digital single, When the President Talks to God. It's, 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 a, it's a heavy one. Here's a lyrical sample from later in the song. When the president talks to God, does he ever think that maybe he's not? That that voice is just inside his head? When he kneels next to the presidential bed, does he ever smell his own bullshit when the president talks to God? Awesome. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. When the president talks to God, does he fake that drawl or merely nod? Agree which convicts should be killed, where prisons should be built and That's failed. beautiful. And you know, what, what an innocent time. <laughs> it's all the good old days. <laughs> Uh, what do you got for us? Uh, all right. Uh, mine is uh, as, about as obvious as you can get in this case. There were plenty to choose awesome. from, but I went with one of the more obvious ones. Good. So this is Green Day. Yes. Uh, track is called Holiday off of American Idiot. Yes. Uh, this is released in 2005. Uh, one of two, this is from the Wiki, one of two political songs on the album. Holiday took two months to finish writing. Two months, Jesus. Yeah, uh, interesting. Okay. Uh, anyways, uh, <laughs> takes aim at American conservatism. Armstrong felt that Republican politics were strategic and alienating one group of people, for example, the gay community, in order to buy the votes of another, uh, and so on and so on. Yeah, just the tip of the iceberg. Of course, right? Uh, The chorus's refrain, This is Our Lives on Holiday, was intended to reflect the average American's apathy on the issues of the day, and uh, Armstrong characterized the song as, It's not anti-American, it's anti-war. Ugh. Nice. Apparent- That's a good choice. It's a good song. Uh, yes. Yeah, so there you go. Apparently in new performances these days, 
Instead of saying pulverize the Eiffel Tower, they change the lyrics to pulverize the Donald Trump Towers. That's a terrible change. That's pretty bad. When 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 pop punkers get old, am I right? And you know, like pulverize the Eiffel Tower is a reference to the Americans not liking the French at that time. Yep. Uh, so how how does that lyric make sense? Pulverize the Donald Trump Tower for criticizing your government? Anyway. I I don't know, dude. All right. <laughs> it's easy. You know what he's trying to do? That that's a, that's cheap heat. <laughs> it, it trying is. to get a cheap pop from the crowd. Big time. Big time. Fuck. All right. Good choices. Yes. Two, back in old 2004, 2005. Again, a different time. Um, you For the next track, you chose you challenged me to find a song where there are prominent lyrics that consist of gibberish. <laughs> I was very excited about this because there are many, many, many songs. Uh, I, I singled this one because it's ridiculous. Here we go. <laughs> Just wait. Oh, Anyway. <laughs> so this is um, a song called Rubber Biscuit by a band called The Chips. <laughs> Chips. There's nothing about this that isn't fantastic. Um, this is from a 1956 single. Uh, the Chips were a vocal trio, I believe. Um, from the Wiki, few of the lyrics can be actually understood, but they are sung in a scat manner. The scat is interrupted every two bars for a short one-liners, uh, and uh, they are kind of pithy one-liners about being poor and whatnot. So, uh, Rubber Biscuit, I would, I would, uh, a definite recommendation because it's it's so sassy and saucy. Here we go. The other day, I ate a ricochet biscuit. Well, it's the kind of a biscuit that's supposed to bounce off the wall back in your mouth. If it don't bounce back, <laughs> you go hungry. Do, 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 <laughs> that's fucking great. That would be, that's like a Kid Tetris favorite. A band called The Chips. <laughs> the Chips. The Chips. That song is a Kid Tetris favorite. That's oh, one, yeah. oh, if I'd known that back in the poker days, I'd be right in his face. <laughs> wow, I'm not. Yeah. Na, 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 na. <laughs> Jesus. Amazing. All right. Uh, mine has some uh, lyrics that people understand, but the chorus is uh, some gibberish. All right. There she was, just walking yes. down the street singing. So there we go. <laughs> Do a diddy diddy. Yep. Uh, performed by Manfred Mann. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Um, Before trying, the Earth Band. And I'm trying to see if there's any uh, any uh, things on the Wikipedia, but this is a very small Wikipedia page for an old kind of well-known song. Yeah. Um, here is a, here is a fact: American hip hop group Two Live Crew covers a friendly parody version of that song from the 1990 or 1988 album Move Something. <laughs> That's all I have. Nice. Uh, but otherwise, well, did everyone knows this song. Classic. What did this hit? It did That's hit, uh, hit number one in the UK. Uh, in the US, I don't know. Did it hit? No, no, no. Yes, number one. There you go. Number one track in the US. 1964. All right.
Good stuff. Um, okay, next category. You this one, this one was ripe um, for 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 awesomeness. I went the easy route because I was just trying to get it done. Yeah, a song that uses sleigh bells. Here's my choice. <laughs> It's there, you can hear it. Oh, I can hear it. So we got uh, Radiohead doing Airbag. Nice. Off 1997's OK Computer. Uh, from the Wickeye, the song is inspired by a car crash involving Tom York and his girlfriend in 1987. The song was first performed in 1995. It was originally titled Last Night in Airbag Saved My Life. A reference to the in deep song last night a dj saved my life so you learn something new on the sleepover folks <laughs> i don't know what it is but the sleigh bells are fucking awesome in that song that i love sleigh bells. is there sleigh bells in other parts or is it just there no just the just the main part of the start i can still hear i love the song they're oh they're still, still there, there yeah. right? just just holding it down on the back end Radiohead. I wanted to. I thought this would. This might be a good time here to, a good segue talking about percussion. So I've been. Uh, I've been venturing over to the Cajun Men's, and we've been just uh, kind of just playing music. Oh, you're just for a, fun. Putting a new album together, putting down some tracks, or. Uh... <laughs> well, not yet. We're just. We're just having. We're just. Just playing for fun. You know, he's got the soundproof room in his basement, so we go at night after the kids are asleep and just uh, like cr- crank it up, fuckers. Uh-huh. And uh, so. He's got this foot pedal. It's all a beat, buddy. And, you know, on the computer, you program in all your beats and then you put them, then you, you know, you, you pair it up with the pedal and he can, you know, like just like start song, you know, drum fill and then end song. So it's pretty simple. So he made some beats for some of the songs we were playing. But the best one that he, that he made, <laughs> you're going to love this. It was all, I won't even tell you what, here, I won't tell you what the title is of his drum beat, but it's all. I do it. It's all the Dennis penis. Sometimes we just put on the penis beat and just play along. Beautiful. You should actually write a song called the penis beat. Just do it. That'd be amazing. That'd be amazing. That was that's a song you would write back in the day in old school yacht. Oh yeah, oh yeah, the penis beat. You know, is that any worse than what raw fish? Well, Rawfish was the worst song. That Rawfish was a song that we made up the title in like 1992 before we even played instruments, and we were just like 15 and acting stupid. And then when like two years later, when we actually played music, we all kept it as a song title. Terrible. It was a pretty good song though. Uh, all right, my song with uh, sleigh bells. Here we go. Yes. Ow! Ow! All right, I'll, I'll bring it up when the sleigh bells come in. This is Walk Idiot, Walk by the Hives. Uh, no. released, oh, yeah, yeah, that's an amazing song. Uh, released in July of 2004. The best part about this song, they do diva searches in the WWF. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> in 2004, they had the diva search with the girls. And the song for them was Walk Idiot, Walk. Yeah, also insulting. Uh, here we go. <laughs> Nice. 
So anyways, it's a great song, and uh, I just don't know if you would want, like, I, I'm sure they didn't do it to make fun of them, but it all totally made fun of them. It really did. I, I do remember that. Um, you know, the category itself was genius. I mean, it kind of, you know, made me realize how great sleigh bells are in a song. I put them right up there with fucking songs with timpani in them. So good. <laughs> ah, so there you go, everyone. And you thought there'd be Christmas songs there, but nope. Hey, no, no, no. Of course, it's, though. It's early. It's early. And again, we had this in uh we had this in a video game episode, but we did put this the song with sleigh bells in from uh Mario once. That was That the, was amazing. Maybe the that greatest sleigh bells ever. <clears throat> that would have been around Christmas time uh, in 2015. So, go back to one of our old episodes and uh, you could hear that one. Uh that that Super Mario 64 sleigh bells is the greatest of all time. Um the next uh category, uh you challenged me to find a great rap song about how awesome it is to be that rapper. <laughs> Here's what I came up with. Is this number six? Yeah, it's number six. So. All right, here we go. We got Cool Modi with his track, uh, I'm Cool Modi, <laughs> off his uh, 1987 debut, Cool Modi. Um, a lyrical sample from later in the song, uh, best bird brain rappers I call hip hoppers, not hip hoppers, because y'all just happen to be on a mic, so you can't hear your voice, but your rhyme is Duncan Hines, soft and moist. <laughs> Um, fantastic uh, braggadocio rap. Um, there's a whole subgenre of that. I really struggled to find something where it was like I really wanted to find something that was all about money and jets and. But you know what? Most of that, most of that hip hop fucking sucks. So I, I went more of the root of the guy who's he's everybody's jealous because he's such a good rapper. And then you know you get the '80s stuff, right? Well, it's all like all of it, right? Everything early rap is all just about how great they are at rapping, which I find to be way more interesting than the guy that just has lots of money. So there you go, cool Modi. I'm cool Modi. <laughs> your rhymes are smelling. <laughs> ah, cool Modi, and those big ass fucking glasses. Uh, all right, here's mine. Yes. Spill the beans on the table. I always say. Yes. Yes. Extra, extra, read all about it. All about it. You want to how it happened? I wasn't rapping for a long time, but now I'm back with a strong rhyme. Look at the camera, snap my picture, I'll sign my name on it, and I get with you. Like LL said, don't call it a comeback and face the fact, Jack. I'm all that. All right. I'm all that. So this is I'm All That by DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince, where Will Smith raps about how he's all that. And how he's making a comeback. And how they uh, had... From, made... By the way, by the way, from a two years earlier. Yeah. When his last album dropped. It's been two years since <laughs> my last album, and I've been on television the whole time. Like, yeah. not it's not like he was out of the spotlight. He just kind of stopped rapping for a little bit. But kind of didn't, because it was two didn't. years in between albums. Yeah. So, anyways. <laughs> um, just like, yeah. Fantastic song. Uh, I am trying to find uh, a set of lyrics. I'll just read this one. Here I am in the flesh. I'm the funky, 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 funky fresh. Rhyme authority, <laughs> rhythm connoisseur, hip-hop liaison, rap ambassador, 
do the daring, the kidding of the cut, the prince of poetry and all that stuff. Sexy, sexy, making the honeys yell. Girlies passing out. Ah, well. There you go. There you go. Ah, the fresh prince. And, uh, of course, it doesn't uh, hurt to have some uh, Rick James in the background. No, it's a fantastic sample. So, that that works. <laughs> ah, a couple of really good choices. Um, the next category, you uh, this one's a uh, mouthful here. Uh, you challenge me to find a song that is a sequel to another song, which shares the same title as the original, but with a number or Roman numeral. Yes. For example, you said Synchronicity 2. So I thought about this, and I did some research, and I looked around, and I, I was trying to find the right one. And you know, listen... Who here? I mean, everybody remembers "Bad Times I Can't Stand It" Part Run, Part One by Captain Rap. But did you know <laughs> that there was a sequel? Let's hit it. Girl, this is a trip. <laughs> Bad times. This is. This might be a case where the sequel is better than the original. Can I t- <laughs> actually? What is funny about all this? This is the B side of the 1983 single, so this is the B side of the A side, which is part one, and they are the exact same song. <laughs> but you know, it's Captain Rap with two P's. You know what? This is some good ass electro, though. Here we go. Is there rapping in this? I don't know if there's rapping in this one. There's rapping in part one, I believe. By the way. Just sorry, I gotta throw it back to this DJ Jazzy Jeff thing. I'm on yeah. the apparently all music gave home base four and a half stars. Are you fucking nuts? <laughs> Listen, summertime was a monster mama jam. That one guaranteed. Like that's 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 upper level shit, and the rest is is throwaway. Mm. Except for a dog is a dog, or you saw my blinker. <laughs> all right. Anyways. Uh, I love this song. Part two, the, the, the sequel to Bad Times, open parenthesis, I can't stand it, close parenthesis. <laughs> and then open parenthesis again, part two, close parenthesis. It's a mouthful, folks. Of what course. What do you got? All right. So, uh, of course, uh, I would say that uh, most people out there are quite familiar with the song The Message by, yes. Uh, yes. by Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five. Excellent. But did you know that there was a sequel? Here we go. Yes. Survival. Only the strong can survive. It's called survival. So this is message two, Roman numeral two, open parenthesis. Survival, close parenthesis. Yes. uh, uh, Shockingly enough, the lyrics are about the struggles of growing up in the hood. Yeah, that's Uh, a shock. Yeah, so basically the same as the message, but the message too. And in this case, it is uh, a totally different sample and feel to the song. Yeah, it's nice. I like it. It takes it in a different direction. Here we go. Only the strong can survive. It's called survival. Yes. In order to 
lyrics. Uh, the, 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 at one point in this song, it's an 11-minute track, but they do use the lyrics, a child is born with no state of mind, blind to the ways of mankind. Uh, throwing back to the original song. Yeah, that's a, a nice little throwback. So uh, there you go. Good stuff from Grandmaster Flash. Watch your... By the way, that lyric there, he was yes. talking about if you go to jail... Like, you yeah. might do something bad and go to jail, and if you do, you got to watch your mm-mm. <laughs> you know. Jesus. Well. <laughs> well, you know what? If it keeps someone out of jail. That's right. Good job by Grandmaster if, if it kept one person out of jail, then it was worth it. I enjoy that we both went with, like, early 80s rap songs for that category. That's hey. great. Good. Uh, okay, the next category. You uh, challenged me to find a saucy song about high school. That doesn't have the words rock and roll in the title. <laughs> yes. To avoid rock and roll high school. Um, this one's got a bit of a long intro, but so what? It's a classic. Hit it. <laughs> oh, I'm just going to... I'll talk over yeah. the intro. For this. It's so fucking long. Uh, Van Halen, Hot for Teacher. Beautiful. 1984's 1984 album. Uh, releases a single on October 27th, 1984. Known for its music video in which a kid in which kid versions of Van Halen engage in shenanigans before their teacher tears off her dress, revealing bikini packs and a crop top. At the end of the video, we get an epilogue that shows what each kid ended up doing with their life. Life and Alex Van Halen is revealed to have gone on to become a gynecologist. So <laughs> that's fucking, hot for teacher. Essentially, in a nutshell. I know. Uh, here we go. Why this takes so long to get going? Here we go. I wonder what the teacher's gonna look like this year. <laughs> I brought my pencil. Oh, give me some of the rattle. It's all his cock. <laughs> well, this would be another kid Tetris favorite. It's a corny song, and, uh, but some, it's some, you know fun times. Yeah. Some serious uh, double bass going on the, on the drums, so oh, yeah. thumbs up to that. Uh, classic, that video, Jesus. It's funny because they're, they're young versions of Van Halen in the video, and then it's like, Alex Van Halen went on to be a gynecologist. It's like, no, he went on to drum for Van Halen. <laughs> they all lied. <laughs> it's fucking stupid. Uh, fun fact about that video is that they, there's a character in it called Waldo. I guess it's the percep per perspective of the viewer, and it's all voiced by Phil Hartman, so there you go. That's beautiful. Well, you said saucy. So what? What am I gonna That's do? Fucking saucy. Uh, mine is yep. mine is also saucy, but a very different time and a very different style. All right. Everybody always picking on me. All right. Yes. So Charlie Brown, kind of weird because, of course, everyone knows Charlie Brown from Peanuts, who's, you know, this fucking dopey loser with a dog. Yes. But, it, but in this case, it's all Charlie Brown is a, is a fucking mischievous, mischievous scam, uh, scamp in fucking school. Nice. He's all, nice. I smell smoke in the auditorium. He's all setting fires. 
God damn it, Charlie Brown. Uh, this is by The Coasters, released in 1959. Can you imagine fucking listening to this 959? That you fucking pop hard. <laughs> uh, after Yakety Yak, this is according to Jerry Lieber. After Yakety Yak, I thought we could write every coaster song in 10 minutes. Man, I was wrong. When we tried to write a follow-up, Mike had lots of musical ideas, but I was stuck. After nearly a week of agonizing, a simple name came to mind. Charlie Brown. Then, he's a clown, that Charlie Brown. <laughs> That saxophone, though, come on. I was going to say, as long as they have the saxophone, who gives a fuck? Exactly. Oh. They could be saying whatever. Oh. This could have gone on the other one where you, the other version of the fucking uh, grab bag where you asked for a sax solo. Exactly. Listen to this shit. That's beautiful. All right. That's fantastic. Well done. Um, the next uh, category you challenge me to find a tune. That describes things that happened in a movie. Yes. All right, let's see. Here, here's what I came up with. Is this track 10? Jesus, I can't fucking keep track. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. All right, here we go. Do it. Yeah. No, no, oh, no, oh. no. Track nine. Nine, buddy. Jesus. Sorry, guys. A little slow intro here. Yes. <laughs> Fuck. So we got Queen with Flash. Uh, a ni- this is actually the 1980 single. Uh, it's the the original version is of the of the song is from the uh, soundtrack of the Flash Gordon movie. But uh, the original version is longer and has more clips and dialogue from the movie. This one's just pared down a little bit, and instead of being called Flash's theme, it's just called Flash. But it's got actual dialogue from the movie, so I, I figured it counted. You know what's unfortunate is that <laughs> at first I thought this was a song about your favorite dog. Ah, oh, Jesus! <laughs> that fucking stank master. <laughs> this is a great song. Honestly, like, is there a weirder soundtrack or like a weirder like career turn than Queen doing a soundtrack for a terrible action hero movie? But you know what? Any song that has, ah. Oh, I know. It's so good. So good. Uh, I used to have this on the, the Didion Porter on the, on, the, on, the, on the old NHL 08. It would, <laughs> it would play like in between fucking whistles. So good. Uh, all right. So uh, I looked for something here. I, I fucking put this together and then had kind of a hard time finding something. Uh, oh, yeah. So I ended up going with something goofy. And uh, here it is. All right. You know, when you need to find something stupid to fill in a fucking hole, Weird Weird Al's probably got it for you. Exactly. So this is what? This is Gump. Uh, It is about a movie (laughs) called Forrest Gump. You may have heard of it. Yes. Uh, And uh, it is a cover of Lump by Presidents of the United States of America. And this song is about things that happen in Forrest Gump. Well, you know what? You nailed it. You got it. You got it right. Uh, I, I, it works. Um, I gotta say though, is there a worse movie than Forrest Gump? I mean, there is, but God, that movie sucks. Um, what do I think about? Watch Forrest it Gump? again. <laughs> Watch, 
Watch it again and tell me it's not terrible. I mean, the only part that makes me mad about it is it's like, that fucking girl is so mean to him. I know. Like, I know she's all fucked up too, but like, she fucking makes him look like an asshole. And he's, you know, he's not smart. And she fucking takes advantage of it. Terrible. He's simple Jack. Yeah. You didn't like there when he, you didn't like when he just ran across the states back and forth. Dude, but I didn't like. It's like here's a movie where we just digitally insert a character into famous things <laughs> and be like, wow, they can use that technology. <laughs> nice. It's All like right. why the Star Wars prequels exist. It's like I can do things now. <laughs> Look at me. Anyway, ah, good choice go. though. Gump. Well, it accomplished what it needed to. I wish I'd done better there. This, this was a, t- a tough category, actually. Because, uh, you know, first I'm like, well, Turtle Power. But, of course, Turtle Power tells what happens in the movie, but really poorly. <laughs> it all doesn't really tell you what happens in the movie. It, like, it, it mixes up so many things. It's all like a letter from Shredder appears. It's like, there was no letter. What are you talking about? <laughs> or Raphael's, anyway, we Raphael's about the leader of the group. No, he's not. No, he's not. <laughs> Anyway, uh, as you so um, delightfully played wrong, we're going to go to the 10th uh, category. Yes. Um, you asked me to find <laughs> a song with braggadocious lyrics about the artist's genitals. <laughs> and uh, here's, what I, here's what I got. <laughs> Just listen. Hey, what's up, baby? You know, everyone's been saying you that it's going to be a big, big hit. I think you should listen to your friends. But I ain't going to believe in nothing. Until you show me a 12 inch. So, this is a, a hip hop artist uh, called The Dawn. Uh-huh. Uh, off his 1991 album Wake Up the Party. It's a song called Big 12 Inch. <laughs> Um, the lyrics are about a big 12-inch record that he produced, but it's clearly one big shitty metaphor for his cock. <laughs> so here you go. Take a listen. I used to panic. Now I can't stand it. Whatever I do, I can't get no attention until I put my 12-inch in. Jesus. No, this oh, also features Ted Nugent on guitar and some vocals. Here, hold on. Here we go. Here we go. Where's the part where she goes, ah, ah, it's, it's so, so big. big. It was right there. You just missed it. Fuck. Ah. Anyway, no big deal. It's, go listen to it. It's on YouTube's. It's terrible. I remember I had this cassette single legit in 1991. So it's not just me finding something funny and being like, ah, dude, check out this song that no one liked. I all had the cassette single. Terrible. <laughs> you heard it and you're like, I need to get this. This is so fucking My funny. big 12-inch record. This is so, this is so witty. Actually, yeah, I, at that age, you were like, this is a really funny song about a record. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, <laughs> here is... Uh... Actually, there's one part where Ted Nugent is all, Hey, Don, it's huge, man. It's like, what? <laughs> God damn it. Fuck uh, Ted Nugent. All right, next up. So this uh, song, I said braggadocious. Um, I don't know if this guy is outright braggadocious about the subject matter, per se, okay. But I think that he's pretty proud of the situation that he's in. Anyways, okay. let's listen. Okay. 
All right. So while this is playing, I'll go to lyrics in a sec. This is Detachable Penis by King Missile. Yep. Uh, I woke up this morning with a bad hangover, and my penis was missing again. (laughs) All the time, it's detachable. This comes in handy a lot of the time. Uh, In Detachable Penis, frontman John S. Hall recites a deadpan monologue in which he portrays the owner of the penis. After a night of heavy drinking at a party, the narrator awakens at an East Village home and finds that his penis is missing, which has happened to him often on similar occasions. Despite his best (laughs) efforts, he is unable to recover his penis. Excellent. Anyways, he tells a story about walking around for it, and he eventually finds a street vendor who has it, and he buys it back. Perfect. So I told them if it pops up to let me know. I called a few people who were at the party. So when I was, uh, I guess this is from 1992, so I would have been in grade 8. I went to a music camp, as we've talked about before. Yes. And uh, one of the other kids at music camp was like, hey, let's like, we all had to sneak away and and listen to the song. He's like, get a a load of this dirty song. (laughs) Not terribly dirty, honestly. No, it's not at all. It's all just his dick. Like, if it was about his finger, it would, you know? Yeah, same thing. Exactly. Yeah. Anyways, Detachable Penis by King Missile. Excellent. And I don't think King Missile... I mean, the, 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 yeah, the, is... the name of the band is dirtier than the song. <laughs> and I don't even think that it's about dicks. I think... Because they, they had a, a lot of albums. Yes. Anyways. Um, next uh, category. You, you challenged me to find a great tune that was used during a memorable scene on The Sopranos. That isn't performed by Journey. So, <laughs> here's what here's what I got. All right, I think I can jump in. Yeah. I think. So we got uh, Rolling Stones through and through off uh, 1994's Voodoo Lounge. This was featured at the end of the season two finale, Fun House. The song is featured throughout the episode, but it's most prominent during the ending montage, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. And uh, this song sung by Keith, Keith Richards. And uh, it fucking picks up later, but what a great fucking montage of where everybody is at the end of the of, the, of that season. And all ends with Tony with the big fat cigar. Yep. Awesome. Classic got a really good if you scrub it a bit you'll hear the feel like a two minutes or something it's awesome ah hold on i think it's gonna go here yeah you know it ah anyway there you go there we go we did it awesome all right. It's all characters. It's like reflecting on the consequences of their actions and shit. Awesome. Hey, hey we should tell everybody about the things that happen in the season and fucking spoil it. Yes. <laughs> what? Like 13 years later. It's, yeah, if you didn't watch the show fucking like over that, it was like... Or it was 15, 15 or 16 years, ago. years later. Yeah, they, yeah. Kill, they, big, they kill big pussy, everybody. Spoiler alert. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, actually, can I, can I... Oh, you know, I'm going to let you do yours and I'm going to tell you the one I wanted to use. Uh, tell me what you wanted to use. Well, what I really wanted to use, and I couldn't find a version of it that was that worked for me because it wasn't a song that was like an original song that was played in the show. 
it was it was so anytime I found the original, it just didn't match anything from that episode. But the fucking Billy uh, Big Mouth Bass, <laughs> that would have been. I and you know I found Al Green's "Take Me to the River." It doesn't sound good. Talking Heads doesn't sound. It doesn't match the terribleness of whoever recorded it for the Billy Big Mouth Bass. Take me to the river. Well, that's a great episode. I was hoping you might do some crossover, but it's not. Um, okay. Here's what I have. It's actually from the episode that appears right after the one that you chose. Ah, yes. Yes. Decent trays. So we'll just let it roll for a sec because it's not done. Yeah. So good. Wow, it's Peter Gunn, right? Yep. That's it. <laughs> yes, here it comes. Fucking great. Little mashup action. So uh, they mash up uh, Peter Gunn and uh, I'll Be Watching You together in yes. uh, Season 3, Episode well, 1. the song is actually Every Breath You Take, but you know. Oh, yeah, whatever. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, Mr. You not, not a police fan. No, Mr. Rosario's neighborhood. The name of the episode where the FBI are trying to place a wired lamp inside the Soprano home, and so have to uh, have to figure out a time to get in there. And so when they are kind of you know making shit happen, uh, they play this music. So good, and it's fucking great. It's great, it's a fantastic episode because they're they're of course. They have to time out when everybody's leaving the house and it's all, you know, like the music just adds to the tension. Awesome. I, uh, and after playing this, uh, song, I actually went back and watched the episode again, just because it's such, you know, like you really, as most of these shows on HBO, you kind of need to follow it, but this is yep. one you could kind of do as a standalone. You could jump in two seasons in. Absolutely. Yeah. You could start with this one because, you know, ultimately, you know that they're a crime family and you know that the FBI are trying to put a fucking bug in there and. There's other stuff, but uh, that's that's the main theme of the episode. Also, there are many scenes in The Sopranos with fucking Tony driving and, and singing songs, just yes, corny seventy songs. And you could not this one. Yeah. Nope, he didn't sing. No, not in this one. You're right. But there is a He's song. Driving. I, I forget what song in this one is. He's singing something. But I uh, I chose this. So there you go. Amazing. Good job. Good job. I mean, we got we got to get a couple of eps and review those for the sleepover. Oh yeah, best show ever. Make some choice episodes and and, and <laughs> because there's so much funniness. Oh, yes, of course. Thank goodness. All right, next category. You challenged me to find a song that has lyrics in more than one language. Here's what I got. <laughs> uh, this is uh, The Clash. Should I stay or should I go? Off uh, 1982's Combat Rock. Um, it's The Clash's only number one UK single. Uh, when it was re-released in 1991, so nine years later. Um, the beginning of the second verse, the, all the backing vocals are on Espanol, so um, that's about it. I just picked a song that I knew. So you won't hear it now. I have to scrub forward, do I not? Yeah, I just scrub forward to some random part. Or is it later on? I don't know, where is it? Here we go, right here. It's just Espanol. I also chose this because uh, 
I was, I was, you know, I, I, I heard the song and I watching some Stranger Things and was like, ah, this song has Espanol in it. So that's the one. There you go. That's it. Uh, all right. What do you got? Here we go. Let's do this. Ya estuvo. You're stupid. Ya estuvo, huh? Ya estuvo. So what do that mean? Man, y- yes. I can't explain that to you right now, Will, because I'm running this one down for other Latinos in the house. It'll take a second, but. All right, so this is Kid Frost. Ah, a sleepover favorite. Off of his debut album, Hispanic Causing Panic. The song is called Ya Stuvo, which means that's it. It's all over. And uh, it is basically Kid Frost rapping in Spanish and then his little sidekick being like, yeah, but can you do it in English? And so then he does the same lyrics in English. Fantastic. And you, of course, it. the only Kid Frost album you ever owned. <laughs> yes, I did not own, by the way, I'm looking at his studio album list. There are like 15 of them. <laughs> so I did own Hispanic Causing Panel. Oh, here, hold on. Yeah, that's kind of dope, but I don't know what the hell you're talking about. I bet you, bet you, you can't say that in English. Hell yeah, homeboy. All right. Uh, 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 just a sampler of uh, of albums by Kid Frost that I did not own. Yes. Smile now, die later. Uh, yes. When hell a freezes over. You didn't have that. S- oh, okay. Still up in this shit. Oh, that was a great album. Welcome to Frost Angeles. Uh, that was a little derivative. Blunts and Ballers. Ah, a, a hip-hop classic. And of course, I did not have all oldies, but I did own all oldies too. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, Kid Frost also, you may have to look him up as Gangsta Frost and OG Kid Frost. And of course, now he just goes by Frost. Well, that's, you know, he's not a kid anymore. <laughs> no, he's 55. <laughs> His Wiki photo is, he's, he's, he's looking like he's lived herd. <laughs> Oh, he, well, he, he might have. Yeah. Kid Frost. Yo estuvo. Ya estuvo. All right. Ya estuvo. Uh, okay. The next category, you uh, challenged me to find an older song that makes reference to a piece of technology that is outdated or obsolete. Well, I got a song that is solely about a piece of technology that is outdated or obsolete. Here we go. This is uh, Bow Wow Wow. Yep. With a song called C30, C60, C90 Go. Um, it's a 1980 single. It is a song, get this, about blank tapes. It's about, here's, here's a lyrical sample. I used to break my heart. It used to break my heart when I went to your shop and you said my records were out of stock. So I don't buy records in your shop. Now I tape them all because I'm top of the pops. It's all, I fucking steal it. I stuff so on your face. Yeah, now I got a new way to move. It's shiny and black and don't need a groove. Now I don't need no album rack. I carry my collection over my back. Uh, from the Wiki, released in July 1980, it was the world's first ever cassette single. Uh, the label, Bow Wow's label, EMI, refused to promote the single because it, uh, the cassette single, because it allegedly promoted home taping and because side B was blank. 
<laughs> Amazing. That's <laughs> fucking great. <laughs> you know what? Definite recommendation. That's that's a piece of history right there. Uh, here's mine, and again, another one solely about technology that uh, I, I wouldn't say it's obsolete, but you know, it basically is. Yeah. Welcome to Sky Pager. Yes! Beepers. <laughs> oh, fuck. Beepers. All right, so this is Sir Mix-a-Lot with beepers. It's amazing. Uh, off of 1989's seminar. Uh, let me just read some lyrics for you. Yes. Uh, let's see here. I'm rolling like a playboy. Beep, beep, beep. Just another page, just another freak. Cops say I'm banging. Girls say I'm slanging. Just because my black cross courts be hanging. There we go again. I got a beep. The girl got nosy, begging for a beep. Get off me, girl. This is business. I'm working it and you can't witness an Oakland Skizo. How do I know the phone Jesus. Turn it off, turn it off. All right, so it's about... I love how it's got the... It's got... Not only is it got a beeping sound throughout the whole song, it's called Beepers. It's got that voice saying Beepers. It also has the Sky fucking pager, like, sample. Amazing. Uh, yeah, so there you go. Sky Beepers. So there you go, everybody. Uh, it's about a pager for you millennials that listen to this show. Uh, write us at Mezzanine Sleepover on Twitter, and we will explain it to you. Yes, we're not going to do it now. Um, speaking of beeping, <laughs> your uh, next category is a song with lyrics that make references to honking a car horn. Uh, by the way, the reason I came up with this one is when I was compiling the list. Uh, yes. As I was putting it together, I all heard a car horn honking outside. <laughs> so there you go. Well, well, here's mine. Go for it. So this is David Bowie doing fashion. Yes. Uh, the last time I talked about David Bowie on the sleepover was way back in like episode one or two, and I slagged him. And that was the only time I talked about David Bowie. And you, may, you might think I don't like David Bowie, but I do quite like David Bowie. Didn't he this die right a, after uh, that? 19... He died What's right that? after that too. Yeah, exactly. Good I was, job. Uh, fuck China Girl, right? <laughs> so uh, this is uh, off 1980s Scary Monster, uh, Scary Monsters, and Super Creeps. The uh, beep beep start at the end of the pre-chorus. So let's see what we got here. Okay, here we go. Here we go. We're getting there. Here we go. <laughs> beep beep. We are the Goon Squad and we're coming to town. Beep beep. Uh, from the Wiki, the track was noted for its emotionally vacant choir effect and the reoccurring automatopoeia beep beep that we had first used in an unreleased 1970 song called Rupert the Riley. So you learned something new today on the sleepover. There you go, everybody. Fashion, right. David Bowie. Uh, okay, so for mine, uh, there were two examples that immediately came to mind. One was uh, Parents Just Don't Understand when he honks at the girl. Uh, beepers. At the beepers under- by... By, by Sir Mixon. It's also beepers, yes. Uh, <laughs> beepers. But I didn't, and I didn't want to do uh, that one because we'd already done that on. Never ever. Uh, the other one was "Drive My Car" by the Beatles. 
Classic. You know. But I, I figured I'd try to find something new. So this is a song okay. that I didn't know existed. Okay. Uh, I found it specifically for this. Uh, you challenged me a few weeks ago uh, to play the worst electronica song I had in my library. Yes. And I can assure you that after I downloaded this song, it would also fit that category. Here we go. Okay. I can't wait. Oh, naughty lyrics. Naughty lyrics ahead, everybody. Naughty lyrics ahead. Okay. Thank you. All right. So I don't even want to say what it is yet. I just, I just okay. want you to take it in when it comes. Okay, I will. Jesus Christ. This is the worst thing I've ever heard. Oh, it's got worse. Here. Punk, if you are horny, want to make your pussy horny, want to make your pussy ah, wet. Geez. Come on, girl, just lick and spread. So come on, punk, if you are horny, want to make your pussy horny, All right. want to make your pussy that's, wet. That's terrible. What? Oh. <laughs> this is Honk If You, you know, Are this Horny. This would have been great on a road trip mix. Oh, by DJ Bomba. Uh, I know nothing else about it, but it's hideous. It is absolutely terrible. Uh, I'm it's looking. Horrifying. Of course, there is no uh, there is no uh, Wikipedia page. I'm just clicking here on a Reddit thread to see if there is uh, something here, and it is just a bunch of pictures of naked women. So there we go. Excellent. There you go, uh, DJ Bomba. Okay, Jesus. <laughs> I hate that voice so much. Yeah, I know, right? It's like, oh, we can get away with disgusting lyrics because we have that saucy, dumbass voice. Dumb. All right. All right. We're we're at the we're 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 down to the nitty gritty. It's the last category. Uh huh. This one was funny because you legit, I you legit, th I worked you a little bit. Sweat. You did. Where I pretended that I ha I was struggling with this, and then worked you, because clearly I wasn't. Um. You challenged me to find a song about starting a riot to overthrow the people at City Hall who are fucking it up for the people in the streets and then leading society as two kings. And uh, I gotta tell you, gotta go with this one. Uh, and before I play it, I'm just gonna say I'm sure it's crossover. <laughs> yes. I, I will see. If you played the most obvious thing, and if it is, I won't even bother playing mine. Okay, sounds good. Oh, let's hear. Let's hear if you met the criteria. You're fucking it up for the people that's in the streets. All right, you got that one. Got that. Yeah. This is a song for the people in the streets and the people sitting home. They do. They do. They do. Um, lead society's two kings. We won't. We won't. Because it's our end song. We can't scrub it way ahead. Yes. We of course have to end on this song. This is Tenacious D. City Hall off their 2001 self-titled debut. Um, interestingly. I, this is my this is my little bit of information. So Genius.com has lyrics, right? And so people can submit annotations to the lyrics. And you can click on the little highlighted version of the lyrics to get information. It really helps uh, white people in hip-hop songs learn about some of the things rappers are talking about. <laughs> um, this one dude, though, in City Hall provided fairly extensive notes for this, even though the lyrics are completely self-explanatory. <laughs> for example... The lyrics, all you motherfuckers in the streets, it's time to rise up. Come along, children, and fucking rise. He had an annotation that reads, Now, Jack is talking with the people in the street, inviting them to rise up and do something about the corruption at the city hall. <laughs> like, thanks, dude. Anyway. Is that what it means? Uh, Fuck, well, yeah. after all these years. <laughs> uh, did, you, did you choose this as well? I, let's see. I might as well just play my song. 
Okay. Flowers below. Yes! Uh, let's see. Uh, what do you have to say about this? Uh, this is a song called City Hall by Tenacious yes. D. Uh, did yeah. you know it is off their self-titled debut album? Thank you for telling us that. Uh, for those of you out there, and I um, I don't have any other information other than what I know about it, and uh, I'm going to try to figure this out without the help of uh, that dude. Okay, yeah. Uh, Jack Black and Kyle Gass, the two artists in Tenacious D uh, are tired of what's going on at City Hall. <laughs> so they somehow start a riot. Yes. They overthrow the city government and somehow become co-kings of the universe. <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, and then Jack Black eventually tries to trick Kyle into uh, into giving he up poisoned. his throne. Yeah, he poisons yeah. him because he wants to be the sole king and uh, they end up poisoning each other. And they die. And uh, that's right. pretty much it. It is, uh, I think, a six-minute track, uh, yes. and it is. Well, the track, the track itself is longer because it has special secret songs afterwards. Yes, it does. So, anyways, uh, including it's... Malibu Nights that we have played. Um, yeah, that's uh, that's about it on my end. It was a good uh, good challenge. Yes. So that's it, everybody. That is the uh, the fourth edition of the Grab Bag Challenge. I'm sure we will do more down the road when we are searching for ideas. But you know, speaking of ideas. Yeah, you know, I was thinking of one too because you were talking about Tenacious D. All right, I'm gonna. And I'm, I was thinking I'm gonna about something they're very good at. I'm gonna count down from uh, uh, three to one, and then we'll say it at the same time and just see if we got That's it. Good. Okay, three, two, one. Music video. Music video. Ah! Oh my god! Wow! That's, holy shit! How, how does that happen? We are on the Next same week, page, folks. We're gonna talk music videos. Amazing. We don't know how it's going to turn out, but we're going to do it, and it's going to be awesome. That's crazy that we both had that idea for the first Music time. Music videos. Right yes. there. All right, folks, so stay Perfect. tuned next week. In the meantime, uh, hit us up at Sleepover on Twitter.com or subscribe on iTunes to get all of our last seven episodes sent to you. <laughs> blah 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 all that fun stuff go to mixcloud and, uh, or go to yeah. what's it called mezzanine sleepover.wordpress.com for all the info That's then it. I, I don't have to fucking tell you anything else yeah I just go there and uh, we'll see you next week with these videos folks let's go woo the tyranny and the bullshit's gone on too long you old fucking trips who blocked its legalization you're banished from the